0: Welcome back. It's Dr. Allo. Today, I want to talk about this natural fallacy. There's a lot of people out there that think that if something comes from nature, then it's okay and it's good for you. And if it was man-made or created in a lab or not exactly 100% natural, then it's not good for you. So first of all, there's a lot of problems with this uh, type of thinking. A lot of things in nature are actually dangerous and, and can cause death. I mean, You know, even water, you can drown in it. If you drink too much too quickly, you have seizures and die. And there's arsenic, there's poisonous mushrooms, there's berries that can kill you. So that part of it is just nonsense. There's no thing that says just because it's natural, that means it's good for you. You know, bears are natural, but if you approach one in the forest, they will kill you if, you know, they can maul you and destroy you. So that's just a bunch of nonsense in that regard. The other part of it that's a little bit weird is when they... Start talking about medications. Well, you know, they'll cite these natural healers or, you know, these, these other kind of people or these old textbooks or whatever, you know, magical things they find. And they're like, well, you know, if you take a little bit of, you know, something extract, then, you know, you might get better. Okay, well, that's fine. But, you know, like we've taken mold extract, like literally mold, fungus, the most natural thing you could find when stuff molds and turns bad. You get fungus and mold and a little molecule in there called monoclin, uh, monoclin K, was actually the first statin called mevacor or lovastatin. The very first statin invented in the history of the entire humanity was this little piece of uh, fungus. Now, the problem is we can't tell people go eat mushrooms or go eat fungus to lower your cholesterol because you would have to eat like a giant bucket load of fungus to get the amount of monocalin that actually reduces your cholesterol. The problem with that is also that too much of the rest of the mushroom can actually kill you. There are other substances in these mushrooms. Or like, for example, foxglove. The medication called fox uh, digoxin, it's a cardiac medication. It helps your heart pump stronger. It can slow your heart rate down. It has a lot of other effects. But digoxin comes from the foxglove plant. You would have to eat a ton of foxglove to get enough digoxin. Now, the problem with it is, first of all, it's bitter. Second of all, it contains other substances. Thirdly, like you can't consume enough of it and you can't grow enough of it to just like chop this stuff up and put it in a pill and give it to people. Same thing with like thyroid. People are like, well, why can't we use cow thyroids for human? You can. It's called armor thyroid. They take desiccated cow and pig thyroids, mash them up, and put them into these little Pills and give them to people. The problem with armor thyroid, and it is available at most pharmacies, is that it's not that easy to dose. People get too much, they get too much T3 instead of T4, and then they end up getting anxiety and heart failure and their heart races. I mean, there's all kinds of problems with this whole, I don't want to take things from nature, but I do want to take things from nature. So like sweet clover. Is Coumadin. It's a blood thinner. You take too much sweet clover, you will die. Like you will bleed internally until you die. So how do you know how much sweet clover is okay? Let's say we told people, hey, you've got a clotting disorder. We need to fix you or we need to make it better. You need to eat like a cup full of sweet clover or, you know, whatever it might be a day. How do you know like how much you're getting or not getting and how much of it is you know what else does it contain what does it not contain the problem is most of these things contain too much same thing with aspirin aspirin comes from the bark of a willow tree it's like the best medication ever known to humanity it prevents heart attacks and strokes Um, it's a fantastic medication and the the problem is like how much bark of a willow tree or oil of wintergreen it's oil of wintergreen too. From the bark of a willow tree how much of that are you going to consume and how will you consume it you cannot just take the bark of a willow tree and carrying carrying it around with you and chew on it all day um, so we turn it into a little capsule people are like well we took the bark of a willow tree and we squeezed it down we cold pressed it and we came up with this oil of wintergreen we put that in a capsule okay good. we're getting somewhere now and then we found out that it's the salicylic acid that inside of it that actually has all the effects And we turned it into a medication called aspirin or salicylic acid. Bengay, the cream that you put on your muscles when your muscles are sore, is actually salicylic acid. They added a methyl group to it to make it so that you uh, can absorb it through your skin. But either way, these people that are like, I only want to take natural remedies, and then you give them something that is actually a, a natural remedy. Like this was not invented in a lab. None of these things were like, some mad scientists coming up with it. These are things we found in nature, isolated the molecule that caused that effect and turned it into something that we can dose and purify so that you don't have to get a lot of other toxins and garbage with it. Um, So those are my thoughts on that. If you want to talk about these things, join my community. We talk about these topics every day. Thank you all for the awesome, amazing uh, reviews. The podcast continues to grow. I think we're at like thirteen to 14,000 downloads a month now. And literally, I just started this thing maybe a month or so ago. Um, so keep it up. I love you guys. And we, um, hopefully you learn something. And I will catch you in the next episode. Peace.